this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have... Flick and Todd. Last week, Flick found his mark for his goodwill tour, a nihilistic fearbulg named Tidier. Obviously. After entertaining some folks and frightening some others with his disembodied music, Flick began a difficult conversation with Tide about the necessity of participation in the fate of the world. Eventually, the conversation led the two of them to a beach of a lake. Yes, lakes have beaches. Alejandro and I both have connections to Chicago, so don't at me. (laughs) Where we have some parables based on sand stalagmites. It was lovely. Before Flick could make too much headway, however, our two friends found themselves surrounded by crabs of all sizes, including one very large and very hungry alpha crab. How will Flick and Tide deal with these voracious crustaceans? Will putting Tide in imminent danger for his life help him to appreciate the value of living? Or are they both just going to get pinced to death? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Pinced, pinced, pinced. Yeah. Beware the pince. We gonna get pinced. We gonna get pinced. What episode was that? Wait, you all talk amongst yourselves while I figure out what episode Beware the Pince was. Beware the Pince. Uh, it was definitely sometime in the jungle because we were fighting something else. Um, oh, that helps me figure out what season maybe. it was. Maybe. How are we was, doing? It was somewhere in like the middle of the pan flute serenade. <laughs> somewhere in the middle of the of the beat poetry. Yeah, somewhere. The spoken word. It was oh in a God, verse I forgot somewhere. it was spoken word beat poetry. Yeah. Good lord. All right, so how are we? I mean, I know, like, I've Good. now done this with basically every guest where, like, I acknowledge that we are recording this mere minutes after the last episode. So, like, no, it's been a full week. We've all had to wait you on d- these results of what's going to happen. I don't know why you insist. I like how I single handedly the only one who likes to keep some sort of illusion. <laughs> Nobody else only cares. one who cares. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's nice. I always find it fascinating when I'm listening to podcasts when like, especially ones that do try and keep up an illusion of like, this is happening right now. And then like something mm. peeks through and you're like, there it is. There's the truth. Yeah. There's reality. They're like, they were like 10 minutes ago, blah, 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 you know, and you're like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you edited right, this it. It for episodes. Yeah. I did. I did. It was episode 31, season mm. 2, episode 8. Beware oh, that was real, real early on. Because I think it was those I, mean locks or whatever they were called, right? The the things that oh. um, Zagara had. Which came, that back came out of the ground. in Flick's episode. Absolutely. I mean, you mean Kit's, Kit's episode. episode. Like, God, she's not even here and I can't keep your name straight. Yeah. Well, yeah, you <laughs> oh, haven't had goodness. us together in quite some time, so. I know. It's been great. I've been able to call everybody by the right name. Until uh, now. I, until yeah, I do not now. know. Like, even just having the three of us on is kind of wild. When you have more people, how do you manage? I don't. I don't. The answer is that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, the answer. Just lucky, I guess. And these these <laughs> assholes have named their characters Flick and Kit. Yo, okay. And Bria and Bizdira. I don't. I have no. There's no chance. You the gave us free will. You gave me. us free will. We did what we did. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. So before we jump in, we've done this with everyone else. So I want to hear from you two. If you have been binging some sort of media during your safer at home, shelter in place, whatever you call it, what have you been binging? We have, uh, so, so my wife and I have torn through, uh, the ending of Steven Universe, which I highly recommend for anyone who wants a a little bit of hope, uh, and love in these times. It's 
phenomenal. The last season is all about like what happens when, okay, the, the great heroic journey is over. You save the world. And then all you have to deal with is yourself. It's amazing. Yes. Oh, it's just such a good show. I haven't seen the last season though. So I need to hop on that. So worth it. So incredibly worth it. And have you seen the movie? No. Did I even know there was a movie? I, I, say, I, don't, I have not seen it. I didn't know there was a movie. They go directly in order. End of end of the series, the movie, and then the show. One full story. Absolutely incredible. Uh, the movie is a full-on musical, and I like just wore through the... I, you can't say wore through your CDs or anything anymore, so I wore through the <laughs> playlist on Spotify. Which doesn't have the same ring yes. to it, but it was still very good. All right, uh, Ward. Uh, well, lots why of did I stuff. say your name that way, Ward? Ward. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I well, a lot of stuff, but I think the the things that have had the most impact on my life. Um, currently, I am watching The Great on Hulu, which is truly um, fantastic. Everything about it. Um, sure. And um, definitely watch all of Love is Blind. I've rewatched a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's really got <laughs> I... me through this whole time. Um, and doing it like methodically. Like you have to watch the episode Untucked. All right. Well, that's what y'all have been watching. It's a good, that's, that is our update for the binge list this week uh my only addition because i like the listeners oh, have heard what oh, i've been yeah. watching but been my watching? addition since the last time we uh recorded and so something that i haven't talked about is that i went back through and uh rewatched the first four seasons of Shira and then finished <gasps> out the fifth season and it was great and Noelle Stevenson, who is the uh, the showrunner and and lead producer, I believe, on Shira, uh, was on Dragon Talk a week or a couple yeah. weeks ago, yeah. and it was a great interview. And I am a hundred percent sure that she and her wife Molly do not listen to this show, but if they do, standing invitation to guest, yes. just so you two know. Oh hell yeah! Please. Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh my god! <laughs> yes, that's that's my next uh, one. Now that I now that I finish Steven Universe, Shira is next. On my list. Oh, it's so I can't good. Wait. I have like thoughts and feelings about some of the things at the end, but like, I don't care. It was so good. <laughs> we all, we made up for, well, we ended up not being sub seven minutes, but we certainly made up for it this week. So oh, we no. should probably play some D&D. No, not? it's fine. It's going to be shorter when I cut it anyway. Crabs. 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 Cue music. <laughs> my heart <laughs> exploded. Flick's favorite thing when I do that. Uh, okay. So you all are at the beach by the lake which is a thing, and there are lots and lots of crabs, including the claw of one massive crab that has just told you, Tide, that uh, it is hungry. So and I'm gonna... food is I, life. I turn to uh, Flick very calmly, and I go, see, now this is exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, th- this here crab is hungry. We're gonna be its food. That's just how it goes. Well, you know, um, I assume Flick has noticed that he talks to um, critters. <laughs> I mean, yes, it's hard to avoid at this point. See, mm-hmm. I was hungry a little while ago. I snacked on a critter. We're critters to this creature, and now it's gonna snack on us. That's just how things happen. And ultimately, none of it matters because this crab's gonna get crushed by a beast anyhow. Shit. <laughs> um. <clears throat> Point taken. He's going to speak very fast because he's, now he's worried. Um, uh, okay. And they are uh, encroaching. Yeah, they're for encroaching. Sure. Um, but you know how I was trying to, you know, talk to you. I think you could probably also talk to these crabs and maybe convince them not to eat us. Oh sure. Um. Uh. <clears throat> uh. So you're you're hungry. You want food. 
Um, we would probably be very, very tasty. Um, but my, my <laughs> friend here would not want you to eat us. Why, why don't we want them to eat us again? Um, because we want to live. Do we? <laughs> uh, well, I, I think that, um, we have, you, my friend, have valuable work to do, um, if you continue to not be food to crabs. My work is literally just pushing trash around. Like, I don't, I don't even... Not even picking it up. <laughs> not even is it, it, is it valuable work? I mean, I'm not the, sure it's, anything's it's never, valuable it's never anymore. Too, it's never too late to, um, to try something new. Uh, for, for whatever it's worth, um, mm. Tide is not resisting if you are dragging him away. Because no. I think could, canonically I'm on not, our last... I'm definitely not yeah. dragging him away now because I think I'm trying to make a point. But oh, okay. I also want him to tell. I also, <laughs> I also want him to tell the crabs that we will go get them food if they leave. If they leave us be. Oh sure, all right. Um, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Crab, you're you're pretty hungry. Uh, we'll bring you food if you leave us be, and then you won't have to work hard for it. All right. All right, Tide. You get to roll some dice. Uh, make me a. I'm so happy. Persuasion just, check. Can I? Can, can I, give I just him the hat? Can I just peel behind the scenes for a second? I was told by yeah. DM Jazzy Hands ahead of time that like probably we wouldn't even roll dice, so don't even bother. And in the back of my head, I go, <laughs> No, no, I, I want to roll. Some you're dice. gonna. Yeah, you're gonna do it. You're gonna do it. I also, you made like, it happen. Let's be very clear. I said that knowing full well that every other guest we've had so far has had to, and for some reason, roll a die. So, like, I don't know even why I said that. Okay, here we go. Uh, what is this? Charisma check? Yeah, we'll call it charisma. All right, plus zero. Fantastic. That's a four. Oh. Um, the crab sort of says, um, <clears throat> thinks about it for a moment, like pincers stop pincing, uh, and then they start pincing even faster, and the crab says, But you are fool. Uh, he's got a point. We're here right now. You know right. that's what he said. He's, we're, remember we're the valuable. Right yeah, remember the valuable work I talked about earlier. You and me and everybody else. I think oh, we sure. have work to do, and I think you can make that happen if we go get them food, which I think will take a little bit of more effort on our part. But you see what I'm saying? I mean, I you are very you are a very excitable person. Uh, I I'm I'm <laughs> very interested to see what you I done, I done been read just now. <laughs> you you do it get done got read. I, I'm excited to see what you have in mind. Sure, I'll I'll follow along for a little bit. This is interesting. Flick does a 17 hit you. Oh crap. Um, hold. How do I play this game? Um, yeah. <laughs> ta- ta- um. Ty wins. Okay, so it's not the big one, but some of the smaller ones have have gotten bold, uh, seeing that the big one wants wants to make a meal out of you all, and are just sort of snapping at your heels. Uh, and they, you know, they do their little tiny cra- cra- crabs, so they do a point of damage. But like, there's a little swarm of them that are around y'all's feet. Uh, uh, Tide, I don't imagine. I mean, I know that you are basically just a commoner and wearing no armor, but I don't imagine that a six hits. Yes, a so. six. Does, I, I think I think what happens is that as it comes up, I just kind of like pick it up and I go, uh-huh. "Oh, you'll you'll get your turn." God, oh god, so dark. But Flick, you get a little uh, a little snip at your at your heel, and it you know it hurts. It's so startling. It's, it so I take damage. You take one point of damage. Oh no. <laughs> Carry on. I don't know how you spawn, but go on. Ouch. Um. Okay. Cool. Uh. Do uh, we. 
Here's, I think, my point. Uh, we don't have to be eaten today. That's our choice. Oh, sure. All right. Do you want to be eaten today, Tide? I mean, I, I, I suppose I don't, actually, now that it, More now of that them it comes swarming. to it. Mostly because I, I'm very interested in uh, what you have to, to say re- regarding uh, this particular uh, work we have to do. <laughs> Okay, that's it good. It's very curious to, to me. Feed them. So let's go get food. Um, can we? Can you tell them we'll be right back? Just freeze. We'll be right back. <laughs> I, I will tell them to to hold on, and we'll be right back. Um, Just but to be clear, I, I also, have no clue where I'm going with this. <laughs> but I uh-huh. also um, want to know: would I would I have encountered these crabs before, and would I know what they eat or what they like to eat beyond us? Yeah, I think the. I don't know that you've ever seen the alpha crab before. I think. Uh-huh. She's a, a new and exciting uh, development. But yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, crabs live on this beach and they are small, you know, crabs that blend in with the sand and sort of everyone that goes to the beach sort of knows that you got to be careful because they, they blend in very well. And even the sort of mid-sized ones, uh, one of which we're about to deal with, uh, are rarer, but like not a surprise in their existence. Do I know um, what they like to of one of the mids, uh, Yes, I think that you do. I mean, they're, uh, you know... First of all, not picky. Uh, they're definitely carnivores, but like they'll take any sort of meat, uh, living or or uh, long dead, as long as it's you know animal uh, they, protein. As they they kind of eat whatever whatever you throw at them. So if you want to go and find them some food, sometimes I'll, I'll just like uh, sweep dead rats out onto the beach or whatever whatever you want, really. That that uh, sounds great. Tide, as you're explaining this, one of the bigger ones has gotten much closer, and it reaches out to snap one of its claws at uh, at Flick. But uh, you said a 17 tide, so a 16 just sort of uh, isn't able. The pince isn't able to to break through your armor, which you are apparently wearing. Tide, however, I imagine that a 16 does hit oh, absolutely. you. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that's good. I rolled a one. So that's two points of, uh, of of damage as it grabs you. But somewhat more complicated is that it grabs you in a pincer and, and doesn't let go. It's got a hold of you now. Oh, well, I, I think I'm going to get eaten today. Uh, I, I no. really do wish I could have seen what you and your friends had planned, but this is it for me. So bye. I really wish everyone no. listening could have seen Flick. Just go, no, and then roll his eyes as if to say, oh, God, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, well, I- I'm definitely gonna, um, oh my god, I almost said Sacred Flame. That's not what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna mock- Why are you not gonna do that, Flick? How come you're not gonna Sacred Flame Stop. anymore? Stop. I'm going to, uh, viciously mock that crab, and, um, <laughs> and I'm gonna say, uh, you get out of her, you <laughs> soft shell nonsense. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we got there. Uh, that's a six. You soft shell nonsense. I cannot. <laughs> I'm going to start incorporating that into my daily speech. Just <laughs> you soft yes. shell nonsense. Soft shell nonsense. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, that was a total of five damage to that crab. Okay. Wow. Uh, so the crab is. Let's see here. The crab is startled. Yeah, and uh, and and is going to. 
involuntarily, not because you told it to, uh, is going to drop Tide oh, uh, ah. from, its, from its pins. I am I am hurt. I am wounded. Yes, I am no. very yes. close to, to Tide, the death that I am sure no. was going to come for me. Then, yeah, Tide looks real bad. Okay, then I have to cure his wounds. I, okay, I, the, I, other, the other smaller ones are continuing to uh, close in, and, and Big Mama is looking very, like... We're, we're uh, going... Uh, I'm following. Okay. I'm following. Leave. Flick. Let's go. Okay. Go, go where? Go towards whence? towards some towards some meat. Okay. Towards some meat. Doesn't you all have head to be off. good meat. Just meat. <laughs> you all head off just down down the shoreline, I suppose, in search of meat. And and behind you, sort of follows this swarm of crabs with big mama crabs, sort of with their pincers in the air, clacking. <laughs> you know, some of them take to the water and swim. You know, honestly, I I, I think this was meant to be because um, I usually when they swarm up like that, I just. Uh, go invisible for a second and step away, but I already did that today. So uh, <laughs> I think I think this is just it for us, friend. <laughs> okay. So, so what you're saying is this is all Flick's fault. Whoops. <laughs> but Whoops. you. But guess what you do get is um, nine uh, hit points back to you. I only need two, I, and I'm fully okay. here. Okay. <laughs> well, guess what? You got. All of them. <laughs> that feels like wow. probably several times Tide's max. So Tide feels great. Wow, that is incredible. I was just, I was, I was bleeding everywhere and all, all messed up. I think they cracked some of my ribs and they're just right back in place. Wow, this is great. Cracked ribs? <laughs> my God. That is true. Yeah, he's just not a combatant. I know. Um... Okay, do we find... I'm looking for um, the dead rats that sometimes he puts onto the beach. Oh, all right. Uh, you can make a wisdom survival check to keep an eye out for carrion on the beach. Uh, that's a 17. Uh, oh, can, yeah. Can I... If can, I know what he's looking for, can I look for for my spots where I sweep out dead rats onto the beach? Absolutely. So uh, either you can uh, help Flick out and Flick can roll again with advantage or you can make I'll, your own roll. I'll uh, do that. I'll just... You. I'll just point it out. I'll be like, uh, you know, sometimes I'll sweep them up over there. That is a 25. Ooh, even better. I was going to give you, like, a paltry little fish anchovy to toss, but I guess a 25, I got to do better. So, so yeah, I mean, Tide is able to find one of the places uh, uh, where a particularly large concentration of... of rodent corpses and such are. It also happens to be like a little natural like mini inlet, so it's also where some dead fish and things from the lake sort of uh, get get beached. Uh, so you've got quite the pile of very gross, very smelly, fishy, decomposed rats, but they're all there. Oh, well, I see so what I, the problem is. It's just, it's just got covered by sand a little bit, and they never found it. I'm sure Obviously. that's the issue. <laughs> I'm sure that's the <laughs> issue. Uh, I'm going to put that little rag that I used uh, on the surface of Death Island. I'm going to put that around me just to protect oh. a little bit from the smell. I don't know. Okay. Um, okay. And then I'm going to start um, just hauling... Uh, rotting flesh, I guess, over to them. The only person I love to do this to more than you is Bria. <laughs> Make me a constitution saving throw. You can have advantage because okay. of your bandana. Oh, God. Okay, that's a 15. Oh, okay. So you sort of dry heave and retch a few times, but you don't actually... <laughs> hey, everybody. Your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our black siblings fighting for justice. That fight is not over just because we're tired. 
Second of all, happy Pride Month, y'all. Remember, the first Pride was a protest against police brutality led primarily by trans women of color. Third of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be fulfilling if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcasts from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of those we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. Doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind everyone about our Patreon page, go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, early access to our very soon-to-open merch store, and much, much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators from across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information about that program and a list of the creators that we are patronizing are available on our Patreon page. Now, as I have mentioned for several weeks now, we are fast approaching the opening of our very own merch store. We can officially announce that July 1st will be our soft opening for patrons only. All items in the store will be priced at a special discount for patrons, and they will have the entirety of the month of July to make those purchases. Then on August 1st, we will open up the store to the general public, and you'll be able to get your hands on all of our awesome TLR merch that we'll be offering. I do want to take this moment to thank thank some of our patrons who have made this possible, who got us to the goal, who got us to open up this merch store after just under three years, which is completely mind-blowing to all of us. Anyway, thank you so much to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member, Matthew Allen, to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders, Eugenio, Eliahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Misty, and of course, since it's the end of the month, to our Shimmerscale council members, Sabria Alston, Nat Rose, Tony Ayellis, The Geekery, Lucas Hokum, Steffi Bernard, River Daniel, Stephen Mosley, Verpio, Kin, Jacob Finkel, Sam Ellis, Rob Murphy, Aaron Stevens, and Kelsey G. If you want to get shoutouts on the show, early access to our merch store, and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. We are excited to remind you all about our still new-ish partnership with Codename Entertainment and Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. If you aren't familiar with Idol Champions, it's a completely free idol adventure game featuring your favorite characters from from the Forgotten Realms lore. It's available on Steam, Nintendo Switch, Xbox, PS4, and the Apple and Google mobile apps, so basically anywhere that you could ever want to play a game. Uh, you can check out the game and get more information about it at CodenameEntertainment.com, and if you are playing or decide to start playing, Codename is providing us with a code for a free gold chest every single week. You can redeem this code for items and power-ups in-game, again, totally free. The code is going to be in the episode notes of our show every week, and it'll expire the following week right when a new episode uh, and thus a new code becomes available. So check out the game and support us here at TLR by using our gold chess codes every week. We want to thank BattleBards for providing some of the fantastic music you hear on our show. You can check out their awesome library at BattleBards.com. We also use some of Scott Buckley's amazing scores, which you can check out at his website, scottbuckley.com.au. And finally, we want to thank Kevin McLeod at incomptech.filmmusic.io for his music. As always, a list of all of the music that we use and the artists who created that music can be found in the episode notes. If you ever get adventures, character options, new monsters, or any at all from the DMs Guild or from any of the drive through family of websites, be sure to use our affiliate links found on our website and in the episode notes when you shop there so that TLR gets a portion of your purchase. 
We also want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. This week, we of course want to give another huge thank you as well as a very fond farewell to Alejandro for joining us as Tide. He was absolutely a fantastic way to wrap up this round of guest episodes for y'all, and we really hope that you enjoyed listening as much as we enjoyed playing with him. Uh, as you may recall, Alejandro is a co-founder of a GM for Hire company called Tabletale Games. They've got offerings for public and private one-shots and long-term campaigns, learn-to-play sessions, and much, much more. They've even got weekly help action games, all of the fees of which go directly to organizations that address systemic racial inequality. You can get all of this information and more and sign up for games by going to tabletalegames.com by emailing them at hello at tabletalegames.com or by checking out their social media on all of the platforms at at tabletalegames. And of course, all of those links will be in our episode notes. Finally this week, in case you haven't heard, we want to let you all know about the D&D community block party that's happening this weekend. So last weekend was D&D Live, which was incredible and exciting and super fun and full of awesome, very famous faces. Hello, cast of Game of Thrones. This weekend, though, we are holding an online event that's going to feature some perhaps somewhat less famous but equally awesome content creators and players from the D&D community. Organized by Celeste Conowich of the Venture Maidens, Lisa Penrose from Tales from the Mist and the DMs Guild, Lauren Urban from D&D Beyond, Ted Sikora from Nerd Immersion, and myself. We've got two full days of panels, one of which I'm moderating, craft demos and actual play games, one of which I'm DMing, all streaming for your enjoyment on the Venture Maidens Twitch channel. Most importantly, the whole weekend is going to be a fundraiser for The Trevor Project, a truly incredible LGBTQ plus charity, hey, happy pride, that is doing incredible work right now supporting our black, queer, and trans siblings, hey, Black Lives Matter. You can find schedules, donation links, lists of guests, and much, much more by going to bit.ly slash dndblockparty. The party starts on Saturday, so we'll see you there. All right, I think that is all the announcements I've got for you at this point. Next week, I think we're going to be releasing the audio from one of our live shows, so you all will get to hear the very first game with our Adventure Babies characters, including the ever-elusive story consultant Robert, who played with us as a character named Ella. Get excited! Uh, So that'll be next week, and then, well, we'll find out what happens the week after that. Alright, that's enough. Back to the episode. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, happy Pride, Black Lives Matter, and happy gaming, y'all! So you uh, you grab that stuff and you you toss it over. Uh, sort of, I, they're all still coming. Dice everywhere. Whoa! They're all still coming. <laughs> uh, but you toss it and and it is just like all of the small ones and several of the the mid sized ones just swarm and you just keep throwing and keep distracting them. Uh, the the big alpha sort of gets gets to the pile uh, and you see her just like reach down with a pincer and like grab one of the mid sized ones and like toss it out. Into the water so oh. that she can get at. Yeah, uh, she's she eats first. Yeah. She's real <laughs> hungry. Obsessed with Mama Crab, I think. <laughs> Best NPC of the season. Yeah, truly. Don't tell Rin or Octavia or, or anyone else that we've met t- over the last eight weeks. What happens? So they're eating. Yes. All right. So yeah. So Mama tosses a few of them out out to sea, and it's it. 
you very quickly flick run out of, of carcasses here, uh, but it is it has distracted them at least for the moment. I, I okay. suppose if you wanted to get back to the city, we could. I think I think that's probably wise. Um, we'll leave them be, and I think as so do we. I guess we proceed back to. Where were we? Middle? Uh, you were in middle when you met, yeah. Oh, but we're now on lower because we're at the lake. So at, I think... No, go ahead. Out of out of that tense situation, um, Tide, who has appeared very calm throughout it all, even in the midst of, of getting pinced, um, goes, you know, it's a it's a crazy thing what, what adrenaline does to you, but uh, I'm I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling actually a little grateful that we're out of that situation. It feels like kind of a relief. That's that was nice. And that, my friend, I think is called drive. And um, no, that is, is it um, though. <laughs> I'm like, what? Who's to say? Um, but I, what Flick will actually say is take our, you know, take our um, our sand metaphor from earlier. Remember the sand? Do I remember? I mean, yeah, I, the sand we were just on? Before the crabs. Flick! Yeah. Sure. It was moments ago. Well, we've been through a lot since then. We got hurt, and then That's we had true. to throw dead things. I think there's now, been a lot I happening since died. then. Yeah. Yeah, right, everybody. Right. I think we're perfectly valid to say remember that. Sure, um, I remember the sand. Time is a man-made construct. Um, I think it's The metaphor has grown a little bit since then, I suppose. I think so. I think it has. <laughs> and I think it's safe to say that, you know, um, we ha- definitely had to put in a little bit of work, but everyone is better off for it. The crabs are fed, we are alive, everyone is happy, and I think that's important to take away from this. Well, sure, I, I, I do see your point now. It does feel good to have escaped danger, but for how long? I think Another danger is coming. There's a much bigger crab coming. And we have the means to be able to fight that giant crab. Watch the, watch the beast actually be a giant crab. <laughs> Furiously crosses out pages and pages of notes. Tide is going to place a, a big furbolg hand on your shoulder flick and go, Well, I still don't think it's going to do much good, but... For whatever it's worth, uh, uh, I'll, I'll definitely vote that you get to stick around here. You're you're a mighty interesting fella. I would like to uh, to see you uh, uh, hang out here a little bit more. Maybe we'll die by crab a- another day. You know, it's not really up, up to uh, to just me though. If you want to convince them, you're gonna have to uh, uh, talk to. Um, more, more of the folks that that believe like I do. Well, I think you're right, and maybe Tide, if you're up for it, you know those young people you were talking about earlier. Oh, sure, yeah. I think if you talk to them, they might listen. Uh, talk to them about what, like how? Maybe about your experience with the crabs and what we just talked about. What? No, no, that that's your job. You're a good talker. You talk to me and save me from crabs. I can't, I can't save them from crabs. If I take them down to the beach, they're just gonna get eaten. <laughs> I just imagine <laughs> grabbing the, each young person by the hand and dragging them down to the beach, feeding be them like, into mama be like, crab. Be them be like, okay, danger. so this this is what our situation is like. <laughs> <laughs> the crab, mama crab, pops up and like throws them in the lake. Um, Flash forward thirty years, and there's the cult of the crab that has grown up around. Yeah, yeah all of a sudden they've taken over the 
It's an underground yeah. society. Um, maybe you should take them, and then and then they can get their their uh, themselves pinched, and then you can heal them, and they can feel the relief that I felt. And we can just do that over and over again. Well, in the sake of time, or for the sake of time, I should say, um, we don't have that much. And oh, I no? would say right. that a lot of these people are probably affected by, you know, uh, my horns and my tail, all of those rumors about devils and whatnot. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, uh, it was a little off-putting at first, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you are you played a nice song. That's right. And I think I probably, I, I guess I could do that again but wow point being we could definitely go talk to them together but know that your voice is also just as valuable as mine ah no one listens to me i'm just a tiny well i i I suppose not i suppose i I could try who who should we talk to let's go see where the young people are all right (laughs) we want to make a change don't we Make that change. Okay, we're gonna go talk to some young Uh, people. Yeah, I mean, I think you instruct. Flick me a a wizard perception check, real quick. Okay. Uh, twenty-four. Wow, great. So at this point, you you head back up to middle, uh, because apparently that is the place for the youths. And as you're walking around trying to find a collection of these youths to have a conversation with, you spot several streets over. You spot Bria. And Bria is carrying a basket, and you, like, go to wave, and then you just see that she looks angrier than you have seen her in quite <laughs> some time. And she's just muttering to herself yeah. and stomping down the road, and she's got this basket that has these cake donuts in it, and and she has a ball in the other hand, and she's just on a mission. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I think I'll probably leave her be. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks, because otherwise I'm not really sure how to. Yeah, how, how to, to present any. Yeah, so. you're like mm, okay. <laughs> No, I'll, I'll let her be. Um, it looks like she's busy. Also, like, in that direction are, like, the youthful youths, right? Like, that's that's where the schools are and, like, the, the very small kids. Uh, but you can find, like, you know, uh, young people uh, uh, on middle and and, and you want to have conversations with them. I, I, now, I don't need to listen to every single bit of every person that you converse with, but I cannot resist hearing a little bit of what it sounds like when Tide and Flick are speaking to other people together so so what Still do invisible. i say no i'm not invisible anymore what what do i tell what was that yeah go ahead oh yeah well oh well i do i i guess i need to be do i need to be invisible right now probably you know so. you're you're the person who convinced me i i think it would be best if if this was coming from from you and if there's two of you then we can get this done a lot faster since time is of the essence, as you said. Uh, and I will disguise myself to look like Flick. Yes! yes! Wow. Okay. That's that. Yes. I love this idea. Okay. So Let's just take all a of moment a sudden and then, recognize um, the two devils now instead of one. Yes, both wearing top hats. Yep. Both carrying Santa bags. Yep. On their belts. <laughs> Identical in every way. Just hanging out on the streets of Middle, where people are afraid that devils are going to invade. How how uh, tall how tall is um is Flick? Like five ten, five eleven. So you still hear uh, Tide's voice coming from like a couple of feet over where the top hat is, 
And he goes, yes. all right, we're ready to go. <laughs> Ye I didn't think it could get weirder, and then it got weirder. Oh, God. I just don't even know. Oh, God. And that's what okay, we'll leave it for this week. Oh, <laughs> you ain't getting off that easy. Okay. You ain't getting off that easy. Um, Maria. Uh, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, so we'll approach um, the youths. I can't stop him from doing that. <laughs> I can't stop. Okay. So is there is there anyone that I that I recognize that Tide would know? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think so. Like, there are there are others who, you know, you frequently will see on the street corners where the various sort of, you know, apocalypse preachers uh, gather. Uh, and there are some that have, you know, in their in their nihilism, have like acknowledged you in the past uh, since you've seen each other several times. So yeah, you can you can find some of them, sure. And the younger the younger folk of this community do tend to have names, right? Uh, yeah, many of them do. I mean, unofficial, but like like they have named you tied like they will have they will have names and sometimes they might not even necessarily be uh related to their used job uh, -huh. uh it might they might you know if they're if they're really rebellious teenage rebellion then they might just come up with their own name right? <gasps> shocker Ugh. what kids these shocker. days honestly wow. going and making names for themselves Naming that have themselves. nothing Naming to do themselves. with their jobs <laughs> wild um, do what? What is who? The the person that yeah. we are approaching is is who? There's a pair of them actually. Um, there's uh, there's Na there's Nadine mm -hmm. and uh, uh huh uh huh Nadine and why did I do two? Why would I do that to myself? Everyone <laughs> knows I'm bad at naming things. Whatever. There's Nadine and there is um Gor Gor Goron. Goron. <laughs> yep. I saw you trying to decide if there was a consonant in there, <laughs> but ultimately I, decided and, against it. And I love how you started all this being like, yeah, I'm going to put you through the ringer and make you talk to NPCs. <laughs> and here and we then are it now. all comes back. It um, always does. It always does. Flick, but with uh, Tide's voice, calls out, uh, Hey, oh Nadine, Goron. Come on over. We we wanted to talk to you for a second. So Nadine, before uh, before she turns to to you, you hear her say, "Oh, Tide, where?" <coughs> Tide. Oh yeah, that it's me. But I I just look like one of the surface dwellers. Have you ever disguised yourself in their presence before? Like, is this a thing that they know you can do? I think probably I have. I think sure. that uh, that Tide will often uh, disguise himself just for the... I, I think it's his way of getting into someone else's head or mindset. So whenever he's trying to oh, understand yeah. someone else, especially in this community where we all consider ourselves part of a whole, um, sure. and I think that's what he's doing now is since he's trying to act from the place that Flick is coming from, he has disguised himself as Flick to try it, like to put on those shoes, literally. I love that. I love that. Okay, so she's shocked at your appearance, but not that you are that you have a different appearance. Okay, right. got it. Uh, so she and Goron both, uh, somewhat warily, uh, but they know who you are and they trust that this actually is you, sort of nod and they, they come over. They say, uh, no, your name is Tide. Tide, what's, what's going on? Who is this? Oh, uh, this is Flick. Uh, oh no, I don't actually know Flick's name. I've not heard Flick's no, name the not. entire time. Um, so, so scratch that. I'm so bad at that. Scratch that. I say, um... 
Well, I, I'm one of the surface dwellers. I look like a devil, but I'm not one. Just wanted to clear that up early on in this conversation. <laughs> oh, God. Goron goes, is this a guessing game? <laughs> it could be if you want it to be. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, I can do this. You're... I don't know who you are. I give up. I'm one of the surface dwellers. I look like a devil, but I'm not one. Okay, uh, Flick will um, chime and say, Hi, my name's Flick. Um, were you invisible previously, or were you visible? No, I was visible. I never turned myself okay, okay, invisible. Okay, okay, okay. So there were, in fact, two of us the entire time. <laughs> Just checking. Hi, uh, my name's uh, Flick. What are your names? Uh, they introduce themselves say, as yeah, Nadine yeah, and Goran. Nadine and Goran. Um, nice to meet you. Um, you... You seem now, to know I just my friend clear here. Up, now, I just want to clear up some confusion. Nadine does not nade, and Goron does not gore. I know that can be confusing sometimes, but I just want to... I, I'm sorry, Nadine and Goron, to step in. I just wanted to make sure that everyone knew what's going on. Nadine sort of rolls her eyes. Goron, however, looks a little confused by everything that's happening. Nice. Um, those are, uh, first of all... Amazing names. Did you give them? Did, where'd you get them? We made them up ourselves. They're real That's good. Nadine says, things. probably somewhat less annoyed than I just did. I know. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is uh, birds one stone. Birds one stone. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So, but as I've learned from my friend Tide here, you all aren't necessarily given individual names. Are they family names, worker names? Uh, no, no. We just think that. They're, you know, nicknames that we that we chose. It's nice to be able to, you know, differentiate from each other in a way other than what we spend all day doing. Which is what for you? Uh, Nadine says that she is uh, a teacher, and Goron is also a uh, street cleaner. Uh, though he, though neither of them are obviously working at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, Nadine actually says uh, she specifically says I was a teacher. Oh yeah. Um, oh God. Our 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 mutual uh, friend here wants to talk to you about crabs. <laughs> uh, oh God. Goron looks excited. Nadine now is the one who looks confused. <laughs> So, um, I think I will relay, um, pretty much our entire experience that we just had. Um, but- So about halfway through it, Goron goes, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. I don't- I'm more of a visual- Could you just show- Could we go down? Sure, come on down. I'm more of a visual learner. I bet they're still there. I bet the crabs are still there. (laughs) Okay, so the two of them follow you all down to the beach. Uh, How are the people uh, in this community not all dead already? (laughs) Truly. Truly. So, uh, you all head down to the beach, uh, and as you get down there, you can see, uh, that the, the crabs have, have dispersed from where you were throwing food, because they've now done that, but they're just all sort of like, I, I don't know, there's not an easier way to say it than just, like, lounging all over the beach now, like, they've eaten well, and now they're taking their rest, but they're everywhere, uh, I, I, I put my, I put my, um, hands out to stop Goron or Nadine from stepping closer um, and I tell Goron them definitely walks into your arm <laughs> and, and I, I tell them uh, now there, there's a big big mama crab down there I, I ain't seen it before but uh, it, it's uh, it's some pretty pretty uh, uh, you know scary stuff uh, so just just be careful uh, and of course Nadine turns to you and she says I mean 
why bother? It's all gonna end soon anyway, right? And that's where we're gonna leave it for this week. <laughs> oh. oh, no! <laughs> My. I was... Y'all, I was fully prepared to give to give you to give uh, Flick uh, like the hardest time convincing me. I was not prepared to convince anyone else. This is not <laughs> not what I was ready to do. Oh, I think I broke Flick and I love it. That's okay. I love everything I'm about okay. it. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to, to find out what we're doing next week, because I don't know. I'm very tempted to just make it another episode about, about Flick and Tide trying to convince even more nihilists to not be quite so nihilistic, but but we shall see. <laughs> You can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at @dndlastrefuge. That's at D, the letter N, D, Last Refuge. And if you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can, of course, also email us at dndlastrefuge.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what virtual cons we'll be attending, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to thank Robert Hupp, my story consultant for this campaign. An enormous, gigantic thank you to Alejandro. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Yay! Oh my gosh, this is a blast. Thanks, y'all. Yay! I can't wait for folks to hear it. Oh my god. <laughs> and of course, thank all of you for listening. I am your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me I have Flick and Ty. Happy gaming, y'all. All right. Three, two, one, clip. I was like, I was like, that oh was, shit, I missed it. That was incredible. Why was that so fast? She, she went. <laughs> <laughs> so you good. said right, it. You said go. three, two, one, five. I did. You're, it was. It was absolutely the reasonable thing to do. <laughs>